0: We're going to talk to you.
1: You are the initiate. You are the cult. we found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by two-inch brand with the as a man. We no longer have the, the laws in the office. Yeah. The world begins
0: leading with violence and the violence shall take it by force.
1: Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi John. Hi Sam. Hi listeners.
0: And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we drink coffee and talk cults and fringe religious groups from around the
1: world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners, as today's episode is going to contain strong language in a very likely way, um, and also some descriptions of um, child cruelty. Spoilers. Not very nice.
0: Keeping it light right out of the gate,
1: Sam. Thank you for that. So if that's something you're sensitive to, please just skip on this one.
0: Listen to some of our others. (laughs) If you'd like to find out more about us or support this podcast in any way, you can do that uh, through all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash coffee and cults, at Twitter at coffee and cults, Instagram at coffee and cults. Oh, surprising. And if you'd like to support us with a financial contribution, you can give us a one-off donation on ko fi find coffee and cults and you can give us a one-off donation buy us a cup of coffee to drink while we record thank Mm. you to those of you that have already been doing that or if you'd like to support us more regularly you can do that over there at patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults and there are a few little bonus surprise bits of audio um and book reviews and things like that gradually springing up on there to give you extra quality entertainment
1: giggling and bad jokes (laughs) So it's me presenting um, the cult today. Um, thank you very much to everyone who uh, replied to our Instagram story asking for suggestions. They are banked for next time. Unfortunately, I ignored you all this time and chose something completely different. <laughs> Sam,
0: you can't <laughs> keep doing this.
1: <laughs> I know they were good suggestions, but then I found this one and it was crazy. So we've we gone do. for this.
0: They're all on our list, listeners. Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna get to those very soon.
1: Absolutely. So today, John, I'm going to be telling you about. <clears throat> it's another one with a long name. The Workers Institute of Marxism-Leninism, wait, Marxism-Leninism Mao Zedong Thought. Wow, catchy. Or The Cult of Jackie. Also known as Oh wait, okay, no what are you The Cult of Jackie.
0: I was yep. it just and this is a reference that is too old even for me. It just isn't there a famous British like, girl's annual called Jackie, yes, which is was. like, this is how to knit, and here's a story about a horse rider that uncovers a mystery. And, and this is how
1: to be a good wife yeah, in the future. Makes yep. me
0: think that it is a cult whose primary religious doctrine is drawn from the text of Jackie Annuals <laughs> <laughs> from the 70s and 80s.
1: I think you should start it, John.
0: I will. That's on my list now.
1: And um, this was also known in the press as the Lambeth Slavery Case. So it's a little bit different to what we normally talk about. John's just pulled a facial expression. Why has he done this?
0: I've just done an incredible look of recognition because I I am well? <laughs> aware of this group and I'm very excited to hear more detail about them.
1: Okay. So um, this week I got my information from The Guardian Online, which I have started donating to because I use it too much. Um, so I can... Other
0: newspapers are available.
1: Yeah, but they're shit. Um, grimhappenings.com.
0: Uh, that's where I get all of my news from grimhappenings.com
1: grimhappenings.com Evan Smith from theconversation.com The Telegraph marxists.org Wikipedia and the BBC documentary The Cult Next Door which you can find in full on YouTube so The Cult of Jackie was started by a man named Aravindan Balakrishnan who from now on will be called Bala okay because his name is really long this is a picture of Aravindan Balakrishnan
0: oh wow here he is. There's something about cult, male cult leaders, and in fact, no, even um, um, Christine Hamilton, whatever her face, um, those kind of glasses.
1: Yeah, they're like Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Yeah,
0: absolutely, but that's yeah. like a one of choice, isn't it? Anne Hamilton-Byrne, that's who I was trying to think of. Not, Anne Hamilton. <laughs> not Christine Hamilton, she doesn't run a cult. <laughs>
1: she just sits on faces, uh, allegedly. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like
0: that? (laughs) I'm just enjoying that. (laughs) Uh, So early on in the episode, just libeled Christine Hamilton. I I mean, allegedly. Yes, that's fine.
1: (laughs) So, uh, exempt from all legal ramifications. It was a picture taken in the 70s. Ah, That makes more sense. Yeah, 70s glasses. So, I'll put this picture on Instagram, but just imagine uh, uh, an Indian man in Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, and you've got him. So... He was born in Kerala in India. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sorry if I'm not. And then moved to Singapore for university. And this was during the um, Malayan Emergency, or the Anti-British National Liber- Liberation War, which was from 1948 to 1960, when the Malayan National Liberation Army were fighting for, for the independence of Malaya from Britain after World War Two. So Great. He was, he was there during this time when everyone was fighting against the British... Um, he became radicalised by witnessing the brutality of the British forces and then decided to move to London, where he, he thought Britain was a fascist to date, but he still decided to move to study at the London School of Economics in fascist 1963. Fascist but comfortable. <laughs> that, that sounds like Britain, a tagline. Like, <laughs> like the movie of Britain, fascist I mean, but comfortable. give us
0: a couple of years and yeah, maybe. Well,
1: yeah. <clears throat> Satire. So... <laughs> So, um, while at university, he led some student communist societies for, uh, like, Malaysian, Middle Eastern people.
0: Okay, at, at LSE? At LSE. Okay. That's got to be a hard recruitment, hasn't it? I'm thinking about, maybe it's just the university I went to, which wasn't very political, but, you know, there were maybe a, a dozen people in socialist students. I think yeah. There were yeah, same me. Two people who were socialist workers' party, but they weren't really officially a no. society
1: they just walk around with things written in red yeah they yeah. just
0: show up and try and sell you a paper and I don't think there was anything even more radical than that necessarily So said I have something that's that specific feels yeah. like a, a But tough then if fair stall
1: if you consider where he's come from he's just come out of that like Malayan crisis oh and I guess there's thing.
0: a bit of glamour as well to come out of being you know part of the anti-imperialist yeah struggle in the world Alice is quite radical anyway I think it has quite a lot of
1: yeah they're all smart there aren't they isn't it do you go to LSE? I bet you're smart. Listener. <clears throat> so as um Bala kind of grew up and like le- was learning at university, uh his kind of ally, Stephen Chang, for only for a little while, not as we go along this story. Um so he was an ally of Bala from nineteen sixty-nine to nineteen seventy-one and then kind of went, oh, I don't want to deal with him anymore. Oh, okay. Um but he... Was quoted as saying, "Ballard developed a grand self-delusion that he was a great revolutionary leader, and he began to expose his extreme megalomaniac, control freak, and authoritarian characteristics. So he was leading these societies, and then all his like students that he was leading—I did quotes, but you can't see that because yeah. this is an audio format. Um, they kind of stopped enjoying him because he became uh, just a dick, basically. Yeah, it his." Another quote was his pathological need to control and dominate others grew. So he's leading this lovely student society, and then all the students started going, mm, "Nah, this is a bit much for me, it's a bit too much." Okay. Oh, um, he like he idolised Lenin, uh, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, all those class acts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a little trailer there, listeners, for Sam's other podcast, Class Class Acts, Acts. Episode 1, Vladimir Lenin. (laughs) I would listen to that. Lenin was awful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to put uh, this uh, strong opinion.
1: Yeah. Wow, you really put a line in the sand there, John, haven't you? (laughs) Um, There's another um, Malaysian person who spent time with Bala in London called Amir Dastan said he went from being a political radical to something more personal about allegiance. So this is the beginning of the cult, kind of... It's it's us and them, sort of thing. It stopped being political and it started being about him. About him and, and his him as particular a movement. Yeah.
0: You? Oh, it's interesting. It feels like we've got about three or four categories now in the cults we're looking at, which are like strange Christian denominations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, therapy, but by other means, and... Marxist Leninist, yeah, like totalitarian communism, wing, yeah,
1: that's it. Interesting. Um, Amir Dastan goes on to say, Whatever the leader said, it was the truth and the whole truth. He was quite unstable, but when he was condemning somebody and shouting and screaming, he would contextualize it as a political thing.
0: I'm sorry, this is really, and you might not know Sam. What did he study at LSE? <laughs> LSE? He oh, I don't wasn't remember, doing but a degree I in. It. Dictatorship or something? something like <laughs> no, That's no. Not, uh, imagine doing your UCAS you do UCAS application in? for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've lightly dominated the uh, Sixth form council. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry.
1: So he is a, he's a member of the um, the Communist Party of England. Um, oh,
0: the Communist Party of England, or the Communist Party of Great Britain, or the.
1: The Communist Party of England. Cool. Brackets Marxist Leninist. Cool. Close brackets. It's
0: just we'll, we'll get corrected if it's not the right yeah. Communist Party.
1: Sorry, Communists. Um, <laughs>
0: That's Sam's other spin-off podcast. <laughs> sorry, <this> Communists.
1: <laughs> I'll try.
0: I'm so sorry, Sam. I'm interrupting your flow. Go on.
1: That's okay. Um, but in uh, 1974... Uh, Ballet is kicked out of the Communist Party of England, open brackets, Marxist-Leninist, closed brackets. That group is still going, so it might be worth a look at at some point, just as an interesting fringe group of society. It's not like a, the particular group he was in wasn't like a main no. political party. It was uh, a and,
0: yeah, and well done to them for kicking him out if he was...
1: Exactly. Yeah. He was too totalitarian for the communists. They didn't like him. So... He decides to form uh, the Workers' Institute of Marxism, Leninism, Mao Zedong, later Zidong, thought. My iPad had auto corrected the spelling of the word Zidong to redoing, and I couldn't remember what it was. That's not right. (laughs)
0: Although, again, that would be a good. uh, That sounds like a cult practice, doesn't it? Sam, you must come now for redoing. (laughs) Yeah, it Um, does, doesn't it? Well, he certainly wasn't studying catchy name creation, was he, while he was at LSE?
1: I've got a degree in catchy name creation with a <laughs> Masters in Dictatorship. <laughs> um, so he established this um, in Brixton. He hired a shopfront at 140 Acre Lane, which I thought I'd look up because I like to do that. It's now a North African restaurant called Kamsa. It's got 4.5 stars on TripAdvisor.
0: Oh, mate, let's go. It if you're good. in London,
1: go and visit it. It's no longer a communist society. It's just... Looks like quite a nice restaurant restaurant. Lovely Yep Um, So He's got this place It's like a bookshop Slash It's a bit like a Kittens org sort of thing It has that sort of theme Um, Got a huge portrait Of Chairman Mao Because You know We all do Right It's
0: so Bizarre I remember being on Anti-war Marches in the 2000s uh, When the wars were happening Not Just Preemptively Um, (laughs) But that was always Bizarre to me Because I can kind of you know, I can kind of understand a case still, you know, doing the communist thing or the socialist thing. Mm-hmm. I can sort of, even though there are things about him that weren't brilliant necessarily, I can kind of understand maybe still having a Che Guevara t shirt. I know that's contentious alt writers, I'm sorry. But there would always be like three people yeah. walking around with huge Mao flags yeah. who were, you know, who, you know, didn't even necessarily have the excuse of having ever lived under Maoism. Yeah. But that was, the, that was the thing they were going to go and promote on this
1: yeah, particular very day. And it
0: was always like the same three old men right. with big Mao flags, which I just find so strange. Yeah. We're going to get emails about this episode, aren't we, Sam? <laughs> I
1: hope so. Hey, listener, if you carry around a Mao flag, tell us about it. You don't have to. That sounded like a challenge. <laughs> it wasn't. i would be
0: interested. I just, I just, yeah, don't quite understand.
1: Um, so uh, visitors to the center um, report how paranoid Bala was already, so he's literally he's just been kicked out of his communist group, um, started his own one, and he's already like super paranoid that the Chinese uh, government are after him, all this sort of stuff. Um, so there's uh, a man who was who remained anonymous in the report that I found okay. uh, was in the bookshop with Bala, and a fire engine went past. Brixton Fire Station is, like, around the corner, but Bala insisted that it was psychological warfare and the fascist state was out to get them. So anything was like... It's okay, coming it has for to be me?
0: about us. Oh, okay. About wow, him. Wow, that's quite profound paranoia yeah. straight away, isn't it? Do we know how many people were part of his group at this point? Is it? I was
1: just about to tell you, John. Oh, great. That's my next sentence. Oh,
0: look at me setting you up for your next paragraph.
1: Thirteen people. Okay. So he's from his his student-led groups... And from protests and things that he's been to, marches, flyering, all that, he's gathered 13 people that live in this centre with okay. him. So it's all all in, immediately all in. None of the gathering people that Jim Jones did, just he's got immediately them. Immediately, you're my there. 13,
0: you're living here. Yes. We're going to run this Maoist shop. Okay.
1: So he promised his believers and his followers immortality and threatened people who doubted him that they would come to harm <laughs> He it's
0: just another one of those brilliant cult leader yeah. gear changes, isn't it? It's yeah. like we're gonna. It's not enough that we're gonna overthrow capitalism in the UK and replace it with a Marxist Leninist Maoist system, but also then you'll live forever.
1: Yeah, yes, that's it. That's that's the jump.
0: Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Do we? So, see, he, if he's from India, what do we know? What his religion was beforehand? Ooh. Whether he was.
1: No, that's a good question.
0: Hindu or. I'm just trying to think if it's something that might. some strange sort of connection between a spirituality from that part of the world. I mean, I can't think in any of those particularly that immortality on earth is a promise.
1: No, I suppose there's the. um, I can't remember the word for it.
0: Reincarnation. Reincarnation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so maybe there's something to do with that. Bala was married to a nice lady called. Well, not a nice lady. To a lady. (laughs) To a lady called uh Shanda, spelled Chanda spelled C H A N D A I hope I'm saying it right and she's from Tanzania Cool um so there's uh Bala Chanda and then 13 other people Gradually the male followers began to be ostracized and drifted away leaving 7 people including Bala and his wife
0: Oh dear I don't like where this is going Sam No it's just going to be another no, toxic what? masculinity ruins the party.
1: Oh, maybe. maybe. Oh, that's so unlikely, though, isn't it, John?
0: <laughs> that would be out of character for all of these groups that we've looked at so far. Yep. Even the ones run by women. <sighs>
1: um, so there's. Uh, if you're looking this up, um, obviously, when the case was broken, um, some of the people were anonymous. They have since waived their right to waive their anonymity, chosen to come out. Um, and, you know, talk about their experiences. So, the members of Bala's group are um, a woman named uh, Josie Herivel, and she was a, an Irish uh, violinist studying at the Royal College of Music. She had all these rave reviews about how much of a talented violinist she was. Um, she met Bala, thought, yep, this is the guy, I know exactly what he's saying, I believe him, joined up with him. There's a lady called Aisha Wahab who was um, a Malaysian student who met Bala when she was 24. Sean Davies, who was um, a Welsh political activist um, and she was fairly well off and her money was used to help rent the shop.
0: Ah, oh, okay. I was going to ask where they get their money from it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and there was O Ka Eng who was a nurse and then there was someone else but I'll tell you about her later. Okay. So... Uh, my next header in my notes is what they thought. So, <laughs> they saw trade unions as corrupt agents of the imperialist, fascist, bourgeoisie.
0: That's the worst kind of bourgeoisie. It's the only kind of bourgeoisie. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool.
1: Um, but Sean Davis did work for trade unions at some point as like a girl on the inside. Oh, I see. Um, one of the members See, because my Research comes from both anonymous uh, newspaper articles and ones that are named. Oh, okay. I don't know so who gonna... said these things. Fair. Because they weren't quoted as saying it in the ones where they'd released their names. But one of the members had to smash her bottle of Estee Lauder perfume with a hammer to remove any trace of bourgeois temptation.
0: Take that, capitalism.
1: Yeah, But you know, like she's already spent the money, so you just end 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 up with a smelly hammer, then. (laughs) (laughs) A smelly hammer, your new band. Nobody wants that. (laughs) Um. Oh yeah. So next bit in my notes is he idolised Chairman Mao, Joseph Stalin, Saddam Hussein, Lenin, um, and he wanted
0: to be. Okay. Well. Okay. We're really going off. We are just going for out and out shits then now are yeah. not even like an ideological thing it's all just strong men and no
1: it's strong men it's dictators wow. and he wants to be bigger than all of them so he Yikes. convinced these women that the chinese were about to invade and already had minuscule satellite technology that was monitoring their speech and thoughts
0: so he... i would like to be in the room while he convinces them of yeah of that fact how do you pull
1: that well, there's Lie a off. quote a little bit later on that um, one of the women said that speaking to him was just like having your brain scraped out with a razor blade. He'd just get in oh, there. Oh, that's yeah.
0: horribly vivid, isn't it, as a phrase? yeah. he'd just
1: get in there, mush up everything you were thinking, fill fill your head with his own thoughts, and then you, you just didn't... You were didn't discombobulated, you didn't been. know where you were, and you were being told something that was fact, and you just went with it. Um, so they... Uh, They immediately isolated themselves, were told to stop speaking to their families, which they all did. So bear in mind, there's only a few women now, and his wife, obviously, um, would hand out, quote, nonsensical reading material. And, dear listener, it is nonsensical. You can find some of it, and it is just rambling. It's like a Jim Jones speech, but it's just all about communism and Britain and, and always featured a big picture of Chairman Mao... Um, And in these writings, he claimed China was using covert and electronic satellite warfare to advance towards global domination. And here, John, I have a picture of one of the flyers, the title of which is The Party Committee of the Workers' Institute invites you to a conference on the theme People's Welfare and Socialist Medicine, Britain and China.
0: Wow, there are definitely no sub-editors working on this
1: No, it's all that kind of thing where it's just these really long, protracted sentences without any sort of break.
0: Wow. Yeah. It just uh, if you received this invitation, you would, that doesn't sound like a fun. Oh blimey, it's for two days as well.
1: Yeah, a two day conference on socialist medicine. What is socialist medicine? Is it like we sh- we share a paracetamol? Or
0: <laughs> it's the NHS that's ruining our lives. Is socialist medicine? I don't believe that listeners, by the way, sorry. That was me doing an impression of a person who (laughs) doesn't understand how the NHS works.
1: One flyer um, advertised a seminar on women's liberation as an integral part of proletarian revolution.
0: That I agree with.
1: Yeah. Just remember that he said that. I'll go to that 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 seminar. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Okay. I probably won't say much, but I will go.
1: Go and be an ally. Thanks, Sean. On behalf of all women, thanks. Um, In 1978, police come in and raid the Workers' Institute because they hear that there's drugs going on. There aren't, but they hear there are. So they come in and raid it. Oh, I bet they didn't
0: hear. I bet that was just an excuse to raid a dodgy leftist group.
1: Yeah. But nine members, including Balla, are arrested for violence to police. So they try and resist arrest, and they hit police officers, and then they're arrested for it. Something John's looking at me with...
0: I'm looking sceptical, because uh, I would imagine there was violence on both sides. Maybe instigated by both sides in their own way.
1: Yes. Um, so, uh, Bala is sent to jail for a couple of years. The centre is closed. Um, and the Workers' Institute goes underground. and uh, Like,
0: into a down-a-drain or something, Into 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 the sewers. Yeah,
1: that's what that weird closed uh, tube station by Holborn is. It's the oh, it's it's
0: all just decked out (laughs) in a Maoist.
1: That would be amazing. It is red on the outside. (gasps) The clues add up. Um. Okay,
0: so it's so they've lost their shop and everything. They've lost their shop. Seven members are in prison. Nine. 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 Wow. Okay.
1: Yep. So wow, maybe I'd cut crazy. down the numbers too early, but a couple of them were deported, so the numbers go down to the yeah, yeah, ladies okay. I, I listed earlier. Wow, crikey. Um, and this is the point that they're made to cease all contact with anybody else. So when Bala comes out of prison, they, they've got a house. Obviously, because it's the 70s, they can afford to buy a house in London. Um, the So the women are sent to work to fund the collective. Bala spends his days reading in his bedroom in this house. And the women, when... You know, when they come back from work, one of them is a nurse, one of them works... Sham works for trade unions. Um, They have to cook and clean for him. And then when they get home, they have to listen to Comrade Baller, which is what they called him, Hmm. talk about his politics late into the night. If they fell asleep, he hit them.
0: Oh, wow. And he's not working. He's just hanging out at home, reading and thinking on his own in isolation.
1: Yes. Healthy.
0: Sounds really healthy.
1: Um, So it all kind of really ramps up now uh warnings um he makes his members inform on each other like with the nazis um they're only allowed to cook in pairs because balor is paranoid about poisoning so they have to cook oh i see yeah um and then report on each other wow they're only allowed to now go out in pairs. So if they leave for work, they have to go out together. One walks the other one to work and then they meet each other and go home. Oh God, yeah, it's like, like Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, because um, Bala claimed that the area they lived in, which was Brixton, was notorious for violence and anything could happen. Which is ironic because uh, Bala is routinely violent to the women. Um, he, obviously his wife lives there and mm. then he had... Uh, it said I've written he had sex. He raped the other women. Um, although, you know whether. Jesus. I say rape in the sense that he was of a like, he had a socio-economic
0: abusing his. He was abusing position his position
1: that, within that cult. Um, but oh wow, maybe they consented. I don't know. Um, they had to write full diaries of their sexual histories. The women. Previous
0: made, to joining the.
1: Yeah. And and continually, and
0: then while he was,
1: Um, and he would say that that was private for him, and it was to cleanse them, so that they got rid of all their impure thoughts, and they were only thinking about ballet. It's a really weird like mix up of politics and this weird like. But that's what I mean. It seems sort of just to
0: just drop the politics when it's no longer useful, and just sort of have it as a.
1: Yeah, have it as the frame reason for what's in his
0: head, but then actually it's all this really weird, intense, yeah. personal control.
1: Hmm. Absolutely.
0: And just, well, I guess they're not allowed to go out very much. But the idea that you can convince them that Brixham is so volatile and that the Chinese are really, you know, could just be round the corner yeah. about to invade without you having seeing any other signs of it.
1: Yeah and that was that was the big thing was that the Chinese government were after them they were after him because he was a communist leader and they wanted to bring him down and they okay. were, you know, it was all that sort of stuff um, so these women had written these diaries of their sexual histories but then he'd read them aloud to everybody else and they'd laugh at each other and so it would be really, like, he'd try and turn the women on each other even though they were all living together and they had to do things together um, he also, sorry mum, don't listen to this bit Uh, Sorry, Sam's (laughs) mum. He made the women swallow his cum because it was the elixir of life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've we've all tried that line at one time or another.
1: (laughs) Oh, take my elixir of life. Yeah, but the thing is, if it is, then, like, why aren't... you eternally young because you have all that come in your balls. You are,
0: but just from the waist down.
1: It just is just really young <laughs> just balls. Eternal balls. <laughs> eternal balls. That's my new band.
0: <laughs> Smelly hammer on tonight's bills. Smelly hammer and eternal balls. Good evening, Brixer. That sounds like an
1: asterisk and obelix cartoon, doesn't it?
0: But again, that's such a common trope yeah. of men within cult organizations really quickly jumping to semen being Super... uh, A superpower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like... Because again, that's...
0: What is it? The fourth group so far we've talked about probably that's had that as a key...
1: Yeah, I should think so. ...concept. Yeah. But... Which again, just...
0: You know, again, is this massive link between...
1: But the, the, the other thing that's so interesting... Is that like these are smart women? All of these women are university educated, you know. They're politically engaged. They're one of them. You know, one of them's a beautiful musician. Yeah. One of them's studying like economics or something. Like they're all smart, and which goes to show listeners how it can happen to anybody. And it, yeah, yeah it, absolutely. Um, we're in no way judging these women. It doesn't make them stupid for following him. It is just absolutely f- crazy. Yeah. I think
0: we've said from the start that part of the reason we're so interested in it and and want to talk about it is because that seems to be it. Anybody can find themselves in in that situation, whether it's like a frog in boiling water or whether you dive straight in. But that is really, yeah, yeah, it is curious, isn't it, to be that. Again, you just wonder, was it just, is he just one of these people that has this weird, insane charisma that we just can't contemplate looking at him in his Ted Bundy glasses? Yeah. And his seventy shirt.
1: Um so he he really didn't care about humans uh in reference to the massacre at Tiananmen Square in nineteen eighty nine. He said he'd wished three million people had been massacred, not three thousand. He really didn't care about people.
0: Well yeah, again then what are you weird. what are you building your you know, have a misguided in whatever yeah. totalitarian version of communism rather than you sort of, for want of a better phrase, actual communism. The idea of you know, people and the dignity of human beings is such a core, yeah, idea.
1: So basically, he predicted that seven billion people were going to be blown up, just by the Chinese government.
0: Isn't that more than the population of the world at that point? Yes, John. Wow. So even like people in the past are going to be blown up by that. That's how thorough the...
1: Yeah, a real thorough explosion. But he replaced those 7 billion people with a billion more people who would follow him. So somewhere he's found... With his magic sperm. With his magic sperm, yeah. So the, the 2019 population of India is a billion people, or just over a billion people. Wow. So... He imagined that he'd be able to find these people from somewhere. I don't know where he's getting these people from.
0: I'm starting to think, Sam, it's not all very well thought out.
1: Hmm. Um, so the members in the commune all shared a pile of clothes from charity shops. No one owned their own clothes, which really took away their sense of like personal identity. Yeah. Um, so we're in uh, 1983 now. And then suddenly, oh, what's this? What's happening? I don't know,
0: Sam. What is it?
1: Sean Davies' water breaks. She's having a baby. Okay. Oh, I wonder where that came from. Uh, when she looked pregnant, Bala had told the rest of them that Sean just had gas and was just swelling up with gas. <clears throat> How big is that fart going to be if it looks. If it...
0: Especially in a small house with nine <laughs> other people? Oh, dear.
1: Yeah. Um, so some articles name this baby as Fran. She was also known as Prem, or Rosie, through the first part of her life. Um, She has since waived her anonymity, and her name, which is a name that she has chosen, Hmm. is Katie Morgan Davies, and she named herself after Katy Perry because of the song Raw, which I think is really nice. Um, So, Bala claimed that this baby had come as a result of electronic warfare. Not sure he understands biology particularly.
0: Wow, electronic w- warfare pregnancy. That's exciting. That's yeah. like that's way past stalks, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> mummy, how do babies arrive? Electronic warfare. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Chinese government's secret satellite program, little Johnny. <laughs> um,
1: <so laughs> when a
0: mummy and a daddy love each other very much The Chinese,
1: the Chinese government <laughs> government
0: <orders> launch a satellite and shoot electric rays at their house. <laughs>
1: I'm sure it's all true. Um, so, uh, they weren't allowed any access to medical or dental treatment. So, uh, spoilers... Well, because before- they
0: don't need it, because they're going to live forever. Because they're going to
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, Aisha, uh, when... Spoilers, some of them get out. Um, Aisha was told that her teeth would fall out naturally and regrow after 100 years. Because they're immortal, so they're going to live for 100 years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just a long time to wait for new teeth, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I know. Like when you could just pop to the dentist and get them cleaned. Like keep the ones you've got for a little bit. Just
0: get some dentures.
1: <laughs> well, or that. That's an alternative. Um, or
0: do they grow continuously for a
1: hundred <laughs> You years? just end up like a, a really vulgar Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I used to have a teacher that looked like <laughs> Nobody that. Nobody
0: <laughs> can see this miming that we're doing, but it's
1: no, you can imagine, us. Listener. If you're safe to do so, do a mime of massive teeth. And that's what we were doing. Yep. I'm sure it was. Um, they would sing songs of praise to Bala lyrics of which included, Do what you want if you want to die. Do what AB says if you want to live. So even in their lovely songs, there were death threats.
0: Uh, well, it was nice. The slight rhythm that you did it with made it sound like a Spice Girls can you um can you do read that can you quote that song again but to um to the tune of uh
1: Do what you want yeah. if you want to die, <laughs> do what A B says if you want to live. I mean it's not as chirpy as <laughs> Zigger, Zigger,
0: Zigger Zigar. is definitely a better song, but um that's just what I imagined <laughs> when you were doing it. I'm really sorry.
1: So here John is a picture of Sean Davies. This is her.
0: Oh, she has a nice face.
1: She does, doesn't she? Go to instagram.com slash coffee and cults to see the picture of Sean Davies with a nice face.
0: <laughs> Join my new spin off podcast. John comments banally on women's faces.
1: <laughs> um, right. So, you remember that uh, I called them at the beginning the cult of Jackie? Yes. Yeah. You wondered what Jackie was about, I didn't you, did. John? Who oh. is
0: Who is this Jackie? S- Can I meet her? Does she have a lovely face?
1: So Jackie is an electronic satellite warfare machine. Sexy. Well, yeah, they make babies apparently, don't they? Um, That the Chinese Communist Party had invented that he controlled.
0: Okay, so he'd, he'd taken it over somehow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Obviously he made this shit up. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I think what, are you saying,
0: are You telling me this isn't true?
1: So his uh, followers... If you end up
0: electronically pregnant by the end of this, Sam, we're going to know that it was all true.
1: Um, so his followers were, were raised that... Um, well, not raised, well, Katie was raised. His followers were told that uh, Jackie was in control of everything, monitored all thought, and can control minds and nature, and that Bala was in control of Jackie. So therefore, he controlled the sun, the moon, wind, fire, electricity. Uh, Katie grew up afraid of electricity because she was told that Jackie would zap her if she did something wrong.
0: God! Wow.
1: Um, Jackie is an acronym. You love an it's acronym. It's gonna be
0: good, isn't it? I'm just glad he abbreviated something for once in his fucking life. <laughs>
1: Um, so it stood for Jehovah, Allah, Christ, Krishna and Immortal Eshwaran, who was a an Indian spiritual leader. But that's what it stands for. Um, so Bala continues to claim that Jackie is responsible for a lot of things in the world, including Jeremy Corbyn's election as the Labour leader and the downing of the Challenger space shuttle.
0: <laughs> Both equally disastrous things.
1: Yeah, um, and when, when the Challenger uh, was downed, Uh, The shape of the smoke in the sky was in a Y shape. And uh, Katie is in an interview later on where she says that it was because people kept um, asking him why. And so because people kept asking him why, the Challenger exploded in a Y.
0: Not a W-H-Y, which would make more sense. So they're there for a long time then, because the Challenger blows up in 1986. Mm -hmm. That was the day, Sam, that I came home from hospital. Because I was a prem baby, I was supposed to be born in February, born in December. Listeners, feel free to send gifts, uh, <laughs> and you don't know, have to. Um, and the, and the day I was brought home from hospital, there was a really lovely omen because the Challenger blew up. Aww. But that means they're in this house doing all of this for a, so long.
1: Well, uh, yeah. So they move in in seventy, uh, uh, in nineteen eighty. Yeah, and it's still there.
0: Katie's, bins, right?
1: Katie's born in eighty three. Um, so in, I'm going to jump around a bit, uh, sure. while we're talking about Jackie, uh, in 2001, Oh Ka Eng, who was the, um, was she the nurse? Sorry that I don't remember. Uh, Oh Ka Eng, yeah, she was a nurse, uh, she was Malaysian, um, she hit her head on a cupboard in the kitchen, um, suffered a stroke and then died the next day, um, because she wasn't allowed access to medical treatment, she wasn't taken to hospital or Thank anything. Oh God um her family weren't told that she'd been cremated and they were also told the commune didn't have her ashes even though they did um and her death was attributed to Jackie so bala told them that because she'd she'd been you know committed some sort of sin that Jackie had, had struck her
0: down oh god okay
1: yeah. um so i'm focusing on katie a bit because she's an absolute fucking hero sorry for the swear word mum um But just to say the least, she had a horrendous childhood. Um, So she was raised to know that both of her parents were dead. She was told her mother had died in childbirth. Okay. And her father was a freedom fighter who'd been killed in some sort of protest. Um, and the... oh, but that's what's so weird is that you know then like that's
0: something that her mother definitely knows isn't true, but allows to be
1: yeah, and she's there. and is so yeah,
0: it just means everybody's sense of self is completely destroyed
1: yeah, and um you know Sean is especially cruel to Katie as she's growing up to prove to Bala that she's not like emotionally attached because oh,
0: to this creation of the Chinese.
1: Exactly. So basically, oh, that makes
0: sense as to why she would go along with that story then, if she thinks she's been evilly zapped into her. Yeah. Well,
1: and that Bala wanted to uh, raise Katie to be this like perfect communist child that you know, and so Katie was raised by a rotor, so they each would. Spend an equal amount of time taking care of Katie. Okay, Um, and she wasn't given love. She wasn't given compassion. She wasn't hugged. She wasn't kissed. She wasn't told that she was loved. All throughout. Again,
0: tick, tick, tick for all the other groups that we've looked at. Yeah, really weird provisions about how you sort of isolate children. Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, She uh, Bala made Katie write the story out of her parents' death when she was young, so that she really knew the story of how her parents had died. He's her father.
0: Oh, Sean's her mother. So and she's told gross. to write out
1: and she's upset and she's so sad that she's having to write out about her, how her parents yeah. died. She's, she's got, got no idea that that Bala and Shawn are her, her biological parents. Um poor thing. When she was six years old, you'll like this. He told her he'd survived being zapped by a death ray fired from a London taxi meter, being controlled by Chairman Mao. <laughs>
0: Wait, I thought he liked German Mao. He
1: goes between. Sometimes he likes him, sometimes he hates him.
0: Well, I guess you wouldn't like anyone who zapped you from a beam from a taxi meter. I mean, it's such nonsense, isn't it? Wow, it's not even trying to be credible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sad things again now. Uh, So he would beat Katie's body and face with a slipper and sometimes with a ruler. Um, from the window of the flat that they lived in, she could see children playing outside and would cry and wish she was one of them, wish she could go down and play. But she wasn't allowed. Um, she was never allowed to leave the commune alone. And when she was, she was told never to look left or right and only to focus. So they'd walk in a line with the hand on the shoulder of the person in front of them. And she was told to just look at the back of the person in front of her. She wasn't allowed to look side to side. God. She'd be here if she was. Um, so she really didn't know. Anything, anything about, about the, world. the world. Yeah. God, how are they... How is
0: nobody... How does nobody know that this is going on? That there's... Yeah. It's extraordinary, isn't it? That no... I don't know. Social services or anything just have no idea that this is presumably going no.
1: on. Well, because they don't access medical treatment. They, will, they keep I themselves. I guess they might themselves. not even know that she's been born. No. Um, and there was so I, I wish I'd written down this person's name, but there was someone um, making a documentary and they went to this society asking for an interview because they knew that, they were, that it was happening.
0: Yeah.
1: But there was no sign that there was a child. They declined an interview. And so these people made this documentary about what Brixton was like in the, like, 80s. Oh, okay. And had no idea that this kid existed. Was there. And was there. Oh! It gives you tingles, doesn't it? It's so yeah. sad. Um. So the way Casey was raised, like um the other members would the other members taught her to read and write um when you hear her speak she's got this like her and and Josie have this like lilting indian accent where they've spoken to um bala for so long
0: okay. they've
1: you know Josie's lost her irish accent and now has this sort of indian accent it's quite it's quite interesting. interesting and so she Katie would sit and listen to bala lecture about how he was going to rule the world And what all the all the things he was going to do when everyone was his follower, if he was in a good mood, if he was in a bad mood, he'd just shout and scream and yell about all these in you know injustices that were happening to him, Um, and he'd be physically violent to everyone that was there. Aisha told a story about when Katie was four years old; she accident she had an accident; she wet herself. Um, and so Aisha went to comfort her, and was giving her a cuddle, and um, was beaten for it because she was giving her too much love.
0: Just horrendous.
1: Mhm. Uh, Katie was encouraged throughout her life to write diaries. Um, so these, there are like, they were used in in the later court trial because they're an an actual record of. Every bowl of rice krispies she ate, yeah, like every by single day, thing, by day. yeah. Wow. Um, all the beatings and why, like she, because he would make her say, "I was beaten like this today, comrade." X oh, has again. That's
0: interesting. In loads of these groups, how quite often their downfall is connected to how much they document themselves. Yeah, whether that's like the Panacea Society and their endless paperwork that still exists, mm-hmm. or Jim Jones's endless recording, yeah. being the reason that we know lots of the bad stuff that they.
1: Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's all weird. I don't know why I keep saying it's weird. It's all weird. This podcast that is, is subtitle weird.
0: for the for this podcast. But it's just interesting that these same sort of... Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to be similar because they're all cults, but that... You just sort of go... I mean, that it's about how mad they are, isn't it? Because if it's in any way just a cynical control thing, then you'd think, creating this chronicle of all the bad shit I'm doing... yeah is is dangerous and would be harmful to me, but it must just make
1: but then I suppose for Balor it's it. it's this is why I should rule the world because look how well I ruled these people,
0: yeah, yeah, look yeah. at the
1: proof, this is all proof of how well I ruled these people,
0: yeah, yeah, and this is how I can yeah, again, it's just interesting to think about how much he believed all of this stuff, how much it was cynically to keep them with him, and yeah, and whether he even knew which of those two things it was by. By this point as well if he's just been mhm in the for that one.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's allowed to go out. He's allowed okay. to go out for a wander. But they're not. The women aren't. So there but there'd be things in her diaries like um like Comrade Josie, uh, received punishment of fifty beatings, she had thirteen today, she's got thirty seven left to go. And it'd be stuff like that.
0: God, I, ju- I you just can't imagine it, can you, the Waking up every morning, knowing that that's yeah, that the day is still going to be that.
1: Would you like to see where Katie Morgan would wake up every morning? <sighs> it's not. It just looks like a regular child's bedroom, but you notice the curtains are drawn. Okay, it's this will also be on the Instagram. So it has was, a nice
0: poster of dogs. So
1: yeah, it looks like one of the ones you get in the dentist, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah.
0: Wait, of dogs in the dentist. Yeah. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, when I was a kid, like on the ceiling, there was a picture of Dalmatians with all different colour spots.
0: Oh. You sure you just went hallucinating on. (laughs) Gasoline. I was going to say (laughs) (laughs) dentist juice, that's not what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Dentist juice. The elixir of life. (laughs) No, no. Sorry. um, Wow. But yeah, just so weird. You know, I can't imagine. Well, like anyone going in and you know, under any kind of totalitarian regime, what it's like to wake up another morning and know you're still in that same yeah. situation.
1: Yeah. Um, so so Katie never went to school, never saw a doctor, never saw a dentist. In nineteen ninety six, jump ahead in the future. Okay. Katie is now thirteen. She has been living there for thirteen years. She's been outside a handful of times and only allowed to follow the person in front of her. Um Katie on Christmas Eve saw Sean um, with her hands and feet bound and her mouth gagged. The next day, Christmas Day 96, uh, Katie looked out of the window and saw Sean in a pool of blood on the concrete outside.
0: Oh Jesus. In in the like backyard or in the in street? The
1: street. Um, Sean had fallen from the bedroom window. Fuck. Uh, she was taken to hospital by people who found her and died eight months later. Um, the circumstances aren't clear. Uh, some reports say that Sham was mentally ill and had tried to complete suicide, but we don't know. Whoa. Um, Bala attributed the death to Jackie. Obviously. Yeah. Katie still didn't know Sham was her mother.
0: Oh, it's so grim, Sam. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yep, so that happened. Uh when but again,
0: like if that again, where are the authorities in that where this woman has died outside this house? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. insane. It's completely bonkers.
1: Yeah. When Katie was in her twenties, yep, we're still there when Katie's in her twenties. Um, she was allowed to read books like Harry Potter. And Lord of the Rings, and that was kind of her connection to, to youth, to young yeah. people. Um, but Balor allowed her to read those books because he identified himself as being similar to the heroes in those books. But there's this fantastic quote from uh, Katie where she's saying, "And as I was reading them, I was realizing, no, you're a Death Eater. You're trying to, you're Voldemort. Mm. And you're trying to turn us into the Death Eaters." She could see it.
0: Oh wow, that's really interesting.
1: So. 2005 age 22 Katie escapes well yeah Katie good girl she gets to Stretton police station um, she doesn't know about crossing roads she's it's like everything's crazy she doesn't know what she's doing but she gets to yeah. it she knows wow. police are safe she gets to a police station and um, But it's a bank holiday weekend, isn't it? So the civilian by the counter says, oh, we've got no one that can see you right now. Katie didn't dare to tell the civilian about violence because she thought the Chinese government were listening to her. So uh, the civilian behind the police desk at Streatham convinces her to call Bala and go home.
0: Surely that wouldn't happen now. When was that, 96? Surely they don't... 2005. 2005. Surely they don't just... Crimes happen on bank holidays. Yeah, I feel like a bank holiday would be an excellent time to rob a bank.
1: Shall I cut that out so <laughs> that no one knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the first person who's had that thought. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why there are no police around. They're all there, especially guarding the banks, because it's bank holiday and there's no one working there. And it's yeah. That's in- in- I honestly cannot believe that is the case. At that,
1: no. But then it's like time. the like the family isn't it? Do you remember the family where the children... Yeah,
0: yeah, escaped? exactly. How many times they did that?
1: Exactly. Um, so oh, and that
0: was. Um, I think it was with you, we had both seen the thing about the guys who'd left the Mormon fundamentalist yeah. group yeah. and had these weird mediated conversations between the police and the, the father, the leader of that group. Yeah, that they were in.
1: absolutely. Um, and she's katie is 22 um but because she's never been to school or anything like that she she's kind of she's she hasn't got learning difficulties because she's an incredibly smart woman she's just kind of uh like it her emotional maturity isn't there yeah she's she's not intellectual because she hasn't had any opportunity no. to be so
0: well and everything is must be so strange and surprising outside of the context of that yeah. world she's been living in
1: exactly um so she she returns and uh, Bala brands her a fascist agent, and so she's not allowed out anymore. Um, she manages to start a relationship with a neighbour, um, like a clo- like a close neighbour. Um, but as soon as Bala, f- this is when she's in her twenties. As soon as Bala finds out, he's furious and he locks everything for five years. He locks the windows; they can't open the windows for five years.
0: Five years, though. That's it's sorry the listeners the rest of this is just going to be me going what? this is what? insane this is awful
1: um so yep Katie's never been to hospital or anything suddenly uh, a few years later she starts losing weight rapidly um it it turns out she's got undiagnosed diabetes so oh. she's really in in danger Josie Josephine Herivel, the mm. uh, ex violinist uh, notices Panics. She's oh my god! I don't want! I don't want this woman to die. Um, and so they've been they've been allowed to watch some telly, and she saw a documentary where um, at the end a number to f- call for help if you feel that you're in modern slavery.
0: Oh wow!
1: Is yeah. Th- so she memorises this number from watching this documentary and secretly calls this number. Um, so she calls the anti-slavery charity, pa- the Palm Cove Society, um, and arranges to be picked up
0: Hmm.
1: with Katie so October 2013 Katie is 30 years old Josie is 57 Aisha is 69 Uh, they get into a car driven by Yvonne and someone called I think his name was Jared but I didn't write him down sorry Jared if it is you they get into a car and they're free they're out doesn't that give you tingles
0: what an amazing charity
1: Oh Karang passed away, Sean Davies passed away, the other three women are saved. And there's all that's left is Bala and his wife Shanda. Um Katie had never seen cat's eyes on the road, she'd never seen a petrol station, and uh, the rescuer Yvonne quotes Katie as keeps saying, Wow, wow, look at that. She was really amazed by everything in the world. At thirty years old, it's just So heartbreaking. Absolutely. Um so they're out that's it they uh they're moved to from London they're moved to Leeds to a safe house for people who are coming out of modern slavery um and domestic violence situations. Amazing thank you to that charity. Yeah, well done for, for doing great work, yeah. Um They help Katie learn to cross the road, to use domestic appliances like washing machines, etc. They help her use public transport. She's allowed to wear makeup. She learns to style her hair. She learns all these things that that we I have all... been
0: completely denied to her. But which absolutely yeah.
1: all things that we learn throughout our childhoods with our parents or with our guardians, and we just learn them without thinking a second thing about it. And <laughs> Um so obviously the women were asked like, "Why didn't you leave before?" Oh, that's really easy to say, but they knew they had no money. They had no friends, they'd lost all contact yeah. with their family. Um, Aisha was afraid of being deported, and they'd been brainwashed, and they all believed that Jackie would get them. Wow. Truly, truly believed it.
0: I think, I, I don't know if you're going to say this in a minute, but I remember um, from that documentary, which I saw quite a, yeah a few years ago now, that it was just constantly oh, there's been an earthquake. That was because you didn't clean the... That's because you didn't hoover the stairs thoroughly enough, that it was so drilled into them that any, even the slightest thing they did within the house was the cause of the... I think one particularly was the tsunami. They were like, I can't remember now exactly what, but he was like, no, that's because of you. You did that. That's Mm -hmm. what Jackie's done as a result of your infraction
1: yeah i highly re- recommend you watch the documentary as i said at the beginning it's called the cult next door um and you can find it on youtube so they uh so Bala's taken to court he's arrested uh taken to court katie said in court that her earliest memories were those of fear when Bala was asked if he felt any responsibility for you know katie's trauma he said that the child was quote a liar and a fantasist capable of creating trauma Hmm. Wow, he's such a bellend
0: yeah. um, I don't like him Sam
1: no me neither uh, Judge Deborah Taylor hero convicts Bala of four charges of rape, child cruelty false imprisonment and indecent assault so Bala in 2016 15 is sentenced to 23 years in prison fuck off, stay there, die there yep he's old, he's like 70 something yep. he will die there, thank goodness he won't be able to do this to anybody else. Oh,
0: it's so hard to legislate as well, isn't it? Because you think about that thing about the... That it's not just the instance of those crimes, but the length of time... You know, like you've robbed a person of their life for 30 yeah. years. How do you translate that into, into a meaningful sentence. prison sentence? Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: Um, Katie said after the sentencing, I'm overwhelmed with re- with relief I believe justice has been done. Josie, however, stood up in court and said, you are sending an innocent man to prison. Shame on you.
0: Yeah, this is what I remember. I was, all the time I was going, hang on, but I, I seem to remember her. Mm-hmm. Yep. This amazing Irish ball of energy suddenly then proselytising that she that exactly. Yeah. So Josie says
1: that she, there's a, an, a, there's only a few interviews with her where she's willing to talk about Balor. Um But she says she left with Katie because uh, Katie needed help. And she knew that Katie didn't know how to navigate the world by herself. Not because she wanted to leave. Mm. She wanted to stay. Uh, the quote from her is... "In it, it was said in the media, I was traumatised. But it wasn't because of the collective. It was because of what was being said after I left. The most horrible things were being said... I'm going to fight all the way to get my teacher's name cleared. 2016, Josie's still fighting for Bala's release. Um, there's a Guardian interview with her where she says she regrets leaving. She believes Bala is innocent. She absolutely rejects that she might have Stockholm Syndrome. Hmm. She, like, absolutely no way, there's no way she's got that. Um, she doesn't want to reintegrate into the fascist state of Britain. Um her elder sisters Susan and Mary tried to reconnect with her. She's rejected she's not them. Any of it. Doesn't want to know them. Um she used she used to play the violin, so they the people at this charity tried to give her a violin to reconnect her yeah. to who she was before. Um but she didn't like it anymore. She didn't like playing anymore. Um and she's completely turned against Katie now, which is really sad. That is really sad. I think that goes without saying. Um going to end on some positives yeah, So thank you Sam that's, you're welcome, after leaving Katie's health improved, she was intensely treated for her diabetes and yeah, now she's doing well, uh, 2015 she was living in semi-independent accommodation Great. Um, allowed by the Palm Cove Society, um, she was studying English and maths at an adult learning level um, and she loved writing poetry she joined the Labour Party she said she wanted to spread love and peace in the world. Um, the most recent thing I could find about her was from 2018. She's learning to drive. Uh, she lives in her own flat in Leeds. She studies uh, philosophy and sociology at university. She's got her first uh, passport. She loves music, reading, going to the cinema with her friends. She volunteers for Amnesty International. And she's released a book called Caged Bird, which is available on Amazon. Wow. So, well done, Katie. This is a picture of Katie now. Oh, there she is, Big, just what, strong what I lady.
0: Mean, what a thing to go through, but what a, what an amazing turnaround!
1: Yeah, and the picture underneath is Aisha, who was heavily uh, featured in the documentary as well.
0: And is she? How 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 does she feel about him?
1: Thanks for that question, John. That's the next point in my oh, okay. notes. Okay, Katie says, "I do forgive him because there is no purpose in being so full of anger and hatred." That would make me the same as him, to be Hmm. full of anger and hatred. And as Nelson Mandela said, if you bring out anger and hatred in bitterness, then you are still in prison, and I don't want to do that. Wow.
0: What an extraordinary young woman.
1: Yeah. So that is the horrible, messed-up story of the cult of Jackie.
0: Thank you, Sam. You're welcome. enjoyed it so much. It's so... It's almost like one of the most bonkers ones, isn't it? Because e- even with the other communes where it's like, a, you know, they buy a couple of houses together or it's a camp, that's one yeah. thing. But such a small number of people in a small house. Absolutely. It's just unima- unimaginable yeah. what it's like to be that confined and constrained and for that to be your world for 30 years, potentially. Her
1: whole life. She's she. Uh, when did they leave? 2016. She's only been out for three years. And so she's...
0: So his, was his wife still around by that she point? was.
1: She was also put in jail, but I didn't write down how long for, because oh, okay. I was sick of talking about them yeah, by yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. sure.
0: I, just, yeah, I was curious about... Yeah, so she was completely invested in it. And, yeah. And quite rightly... Absolutely. ...in jail.
1: Um. So the way it was put out in the media was that th- this husband and wife had kept these three women as slaves. As slaves. But... I, Another thing that's crazy to me is that two women can kind have of died, and then still it's still not have been in. But that's the thing when she's dead,
0: you know. Yeah. On the that's why I was why well, I was asking about it, like in the yard or in the street in the street outside. You think at least one person would go? Maybe let's Let, let's
1: I wonder just where she fell from. Yeah, yeah.
0: where? Why? Was she, who is she living here? Mm. Yeah, that's so extraordinary. So yeah. it shows how easily people can slip through the cracks of that kind of.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. Thing. Really sad oh,
0: heartbreaking, yeah, yeah, and again, yeah, again, just a really interesting journey from strange fringe communism to utterly insane, paranoid,
1: yeah, yeah, and how it connects
0: jackie lightning, electronic,
1: exactly, and that, that that massive jump, and yeah, just this megalomaniac man, he wanted to form his little perfect society, which he managed to do. And then, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, listeners. Oh, what fun. Thank you very much, I hope you enjoyed
0: much, that Sam. one. I'm almost tempted to say, listeners, I mean, please do join us on Patreon. There's quality content there. But if you were thinking this month of pieing as a Coffee, donate to the charity.
1: Shout yes. out the charity
0: again, Sam. What's the, the name? The
1: Palm Cove Society. Yeah, And they help people in modern slavery.
0: If this story has interested you or gained your sympathy in... Or any kind of reaction from you. Give them some money. They sound like excellent human beings.
1: We will put a link to their website in the show notes as well. Cool. cool. So, John, it's your turn next month. Have have you got us a little preview for us? Who we're going to do? Shall I say who I'm going to do? No. Give Uh,
0: us a clue. So the clue is there's going to be a significant argument about paint excellent all will be, it's much more exciting than that makes it sound listeners
1: <laughs> join us listening to paint drive join us for
0: <laughs> join us for <laughs>
1: that's
0: our other spin-off podcast yeah. um, join us for the story of paint based arguments burglaries and musical theater reviews oh that's a better trailer yeah fab um
1: once again if you've made it to this far to the end of the podcast and you haven't skipped us yet if you're driving sorry this is the boring bit Um, please join us on Instagram Twitter Facebook forward slash Coffee and Cults donate to us on Patreon or K-O-F-I at Coffee and Cults
0: you can contact us through those social media outlets you can also email us at coffeeandcults at gmail.com we'd love to hear what you think about the episodes we're doing we'd love to know about cults that you'd like us to look into uh, in the future very shortly it will be our one year anniversary of doing this Yay! thank you to all of you who are uh, subscribing, listening to us regularly thank you for sticking with us this, uh, this. thank you for sticking with us this long, we are hoping and we will almost certainly do this that we'll have a few little one year uh, special episodes and bits and pieces coming out for you then, uh, yeah, to say thank you exciting. for bearing with us, and if you like what we do, please do let other people know please do rate, review, subscribe etc, um, and spread the word
1: yeah Thanks. Love you. Thank you, you, love you. Bye. Bye. We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the Cosmic B I found out that I was actually.